Hey guys, this is Ramble On. Welcome. It's me and Jim in your ears here. And we're looking at each other across the mists of time and space from our from our swanky little studio setup. Sorry, Jim. Hello. How are you doing? I didn't realise Zencaster slash Zoom, that sort of thing was the mists of time and space. I'm yeah, not yeah, really yeah. Well, technology very up is definitely how technology works. That's it's not being our friend news. today, is it? So I no. think, yeah, let's just talk about it as witchcraft and that will make more sense yeah. of what is going on. How are the witches in your life? Uh, there is a cat downstairs, actually. And oh, is this the Tesco cat? Cats, Tesco cat, yeah, she's come in to say hi and just sleep. She's just hanging out right in the middle of the sofa. She tends to find That's the most inconvenient is. spot to be and plonks herself there. So, yeah, so the maybe witches are around. No, so he's moved out, which Fully. is obviously a, obviously a tragedy. Oh, but sorry. he did come round the other day because his his uh, his mum and dad were were doing a move, so they they needed someone to plonk him. And Tesco Cat was here, so we were. It was like actually terrible timing because we wanted to come and say hi but yeah. sometimes there's a dog here that goes mad and now the dog's gone the dog's so angry we want to show her that the dog's arrive. gone but then the dog had came back so did the dog shout at her or whatever it's no, called no no she, she she left before that was gonna happen she's smart um but she's back so yeah, yeah. here we are oh that's good that you're just taking strays it's a bit like a yeah. metaphor for the ramble and the dear <laughs> ramble patreon listeners yeah. i want to make so... it clear as well we do not feed the cat um, oh, right. She just seems to be happy to come here and hang out. She lives. She, just she loves lives your nearby. scintillating conversation. Apparently must be so. that. <laughs> or the smells, the smells yeah. of the house. Don't steal other people's pets, is what I'm saying. This isn't yeah, what's no. happening here. I used to feed. <laughs> I used to feed a neighbour's cat back in the day. I think a lot of people do. Yeah, because it's not it's, it. it's just naughty. tempting, isn't it? You want to be mates with it, because and that's yeah. how you get a cat to like you. Because they don't like you, they don't care. But you could, they can make you think they do. They do care, Jim. I won't have this. Now, we're doing some... <laughs> um, our plan for Rumble On, I think, is to do some sort of administrative exercise that we both yes. don't really understand, which is that we... The idea is that we're taking two teams... Our teams, I guess. Our 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 teams that are Tottenham and Arsenal. But, but in this instance, I don't know if they actually are... Yeah, exactly, let's make them our own teams. But are they, they're not... I don't see them doing this, really. We're going to run the pre-season, right? Yeah, and, I hope uh, that never happens. Yeah, and, and so I'm just imagining it's not like... I don't know. My pre-season is just like I haven't been on holiday for ages, so I think we should go to some really glorious hotspots of the world and mm. make friends with local people. That's my plan. I don't know if you had any... I can go into it in a bit more detail, if you like, or not, frankly, Jim. I don't know if you had a more sort of structured approach to this, but that, that would be my dream. Well, I was... Yeah, I think a similar thing obviously would be great. I mean, teams often go to America or to, to China, or don't they, in places obviously where they have big fan bases and there's there's money to be made on the pre-season tours. But mm. it would be good to just like, you know, just have a little break as well. Because <laughs> as you say, like, I want, I want to get something out of this as well. You know, if I'm in charge of... <laughs> I've got. If I'm being trusted with this position, I want to. I want to make the most of it. So exactly. Arsenal used to go to Austria, which looked really nice and serene Ooh, and calm, um, yeah. but they they stopped doing that. So I think, like, there's there's a couple of things you got to think about here. You got to think about fitness, haven't you? Obviously, mm. that's, that's the, the the major thing is fitness. So right, I think, yeah. like, I might actually have like a sort of sports day go on within the club as well because you want. You want bonding within your team. So if I'm going Certainly. away somewhere, yeah, that's a good I'm, point. I'm taking all of the, the players' um, families as well. I'm going <laughs> right. to make this a huge, huge camp. Going so that, back to the WAG era that Sven well, and Eriksson like, would be I very pleased learn, to hear. 
I try and learn the lessons of of Baden Baden, um, but I, and I try and make it a bit less chaotic than that. Obviously, you've got the you, the younger players that perhaps aren't so settled in their lives; they probably can't do that. So I'm not quite sure how I'd play that. But I think if you try and get everyone's families to bond, right, then you just create a bigger bond within the squad, and perhaps it's easier to hang on to players if they feel more settled. Yeah. Obviously, you know the opposite is true as well. But I think you know a team that are really, really together, that feel like real, real mates, are likely to just fight for each other a bit harder, and are less likely to just sort of like you know chuck in the towel if things are going against them. So I would try and get a bit of bonding going on, a lot of barbecues, and again, sports day would be a big part of that. Um, I I have heard of a thing that's happening, which is it's Mario Kart but real, basically. Oh, yeah. Where it's it's happening in a in a in a in a room with just stuff projected onto the walls and like props knocking about. So maybe oh, right. I'd so you're set stationary, up a real like a like a treadmill. no. You are driving a real go kart, um, oh. but all the sort of computery ideas are sort of projected onto the wall. So I. Um, okay. If that doesn't exist, if I've imagined that, then I would I would make Arsenal stump up the money for it, just as a bonding thing, right? And obviously, yeah. you get your you get your you get your games in there somewhere as well. But I'd I'd pr- probably want to try and get some cool teams involved. You know what? I'd revive the Emirates Cup. Yes, but I would do good it. Idea. Like I'd, <laughs> I'd do it somewhere like I don't know. I've never been to Australia. Maybe Australia. Maybe that's maybe a bit of a sore point right now because we're recording this just in the wake of. Um... A Team GB experience that I don't mm. necessarily want to repeat. But yeah, so maybe I'm off Australia for now. But I really like the bonding stuff. I feel as though you were still drinking a bit of the old bonding ethos Kool-Aid from the Euros, right? I feel like yeah. you're picturing Saka and imagining his family around make, exactly. making mates and making everyone's, memories. and Everyone's got a doubt the... at the water park. They've all got yeah. their own inflatable unicorns. Oh, I don't think, do, do you sincerely, okay, so if this is the real genuine ask, so we're not, I guess what I was implying at the beginning of this was I was thinking like, maybe I could just make my own magical Tottenham where I'd made all of the transfers I wanted to make and then I took mm. those that's on pre-season. But, but yeah, if we just stick, if we're dealing with what we already have and this is your actual Arsenal as it stands right now, I mean, this is not, I, I know Arteta's cleared out a lot of the eggs, the, the sort of smelly eggs, but mm. I I don't know. You, it sounds like you feel as though their bonding is just something that could be done, but they just haven't yet got a chance to do it. Whereas some oh, people I've... might argue that they maybe aren't bondable. I have no in. Uh, I mean, eggs are a bonding agent, famously, aren't they? So maybe getting rid of the bad eggs was a bad idea. But um, I have no insight into what the dressing room culture is like at Arsenal, really. Mm. Um, so I don't know how well bonded or not bonded they are. But, you know, it can't hurt, can it, to have some more bonding, little pre-season trip to Australia, which, thinking about it, is the worst place because it's as, basically as far away as you can go. Yeah. Um, so maybe somewhere a bit more chill, maybe maybe back to Austria or maybe maybe somewhere like that, like just, you know, in the Austrian mountains for your little Mario Kart tournament that you set up in an aircraft hangar somewhere. It's going to cost Arsenal a lot of money, basically. It's going to yeah. be very expensive if they ever let me do this. But I feel like what we don't need to worry about when thinking on this subject is about how much it costs. Because I, d- I just, I feel like when you talk about how much money football spends on things, it's not even within our conception. Like we can't even, no. you know, it's like the idea of spending, I don't know, £100, £150 on a hotel, £200 a night on a hotel. You're like, whoa, that is yeah. a lot. Whereas these dudes are just like, 
it's just different orders of magnitude is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So the- frankly, they probably just be like, what do you mean just a Mario Kart in a room? Why haven't you yes. got like a golden Ferrari Kart? Whatever. <laughs> I imagine that you probably stop understanding what the value of money is at that point. There's a brilliant line in uh, Arrested Development, uh, the sitcom, where... Um, <laughs> Thanks for clarifying, um, mate. <laughs> yeah. Jessica Walter's character says, oh, it's, it's, it's one banana. What can it cost? Ten dollars? <laughs> how very rich people get i would imagine and maybe footballers are the same i don't know but like the sports day thing i want to come back to imagine imagine an egg and spoon race between the entire squad who's the best egg racer Mm. effectively it'd be a good thing to know i'm thinking probably serge aurier for spurs just because he's very quick yeah he's a bit clumsy though yeah, that's true. Actually, isn't it? I'm thinking maybe I'm not thinking about the the balance involved. So, yeah. who do you th- who do you think out of that squad would be the best egg and spoon racer? Egg and spoon racer. I, Trying to think I'm, of Arsenal. I, I don't know if this is a bit stupid, but or a bit obvious, a bit basic, a bit of a boring answer to your great question, Jim. Mm. But I imagine it would be Hugo Lloris because he's obviously yeah. got the safe safest no, hands. Of course, you know that's a very very <laughs> smart answer. I th- had he. <laughs> Had he not left in the summer, I'd have gone for Danny Ceballos for some reason. I think his close control's quite good, and yeah. that would have would have been handy. So I'm trying to think of what player sort of most closely matches up to that. Um, mm. It's a tough one. It's a, it's a really there's a, for me. There's no obvious egg and spoon champion in the Arsenal squad, and actually, I think that is that something that Arteta is going to need to address in the window. Yeah, that really tells you something. I think about about the questions that have been asked about the mm. I, I'm thinking room ethos. It's either a goalkeeper or a box-to-box player would be yeah. the, would be the, the the king. Yeah, I think you're right. You don't you for some reason I don't. I suppose you think about like defenders sort of getting on the end of head, like smashing the ball out of the box. You don't necessarily want those guys in charge of an no. egg. No, they're gonna they're gonna trip over their own feet before too long. They'll get up the pitch because I'm assuming it'll be done on the pitch, and they'll get a nosebleed like defenders do when they're in front of goal. <laughs> I've really lost track of where we've got to. Okay, so it's a sport, <laughs> <laughs> it's a sports day with that. Uh, yeah, egg and spoon race is more like a kind of primary school sports day, isn't it? So, oh, um, three-legged race. See, that's yeah. another good bonding one, right? Absolutely. You've got to put. You've got to be a team. I mean, as long as you're not a team to the exclude the full exclusion of all the other teammates, because that's like a disbonding thing. But well, yeah, actually, it's quite an interesting psychological thing, isn't it? Who do yeah. you match? Yeah. Who do you make we into the hype, three-legged races? Well, do you get players that like? Do you get players that really get on already, yeah. or do you get players that sure. don't know each other that well to try and make them bond? What if it goes so badly they fall out and they just don't like each other because one of them ruined the three-legged race for them? If you were doing other? it, if you were doing it really strategically, you'd have to just spend time figuring who who was the most closely physically aligned to you, right? Wouldn't you? That's mm. that's the secret to three-legged racing, is it not? Just because then you're moving at the so. same gait and you're, yeah. you know, you've got the same sort of pace on you. You you won't want like Saka and Burnt Leno. Exactly. For example. Thinking, but yeah. Aubameyang and Lacazette, obviously, you know, besties already probably yeah. would work. That is a good option. I see them as sort of opting out halfway through in order to like do a meme or whatever. I don't know that they would take <laughs> it. I don't know that they would take it seriously enough. Maybe not. Sack race as well might be a bit close to the bone for any manager in modern football. <laughs> You'd have to be also. You have to think about injuries, given that this is preseason. Yeah, you know, maybe you do it on like in their face on the ground. Maybe you do it in like a big soft play centre then. Just like... yes, that's a great idea. That is a great idea. Who's was you... it some footballer's house that was recently? You know, one of those aerial shots of some magnificent house, and it had a 
a soft play slide, you know, like you sometimes get in pub gardens. Yeah. Um, just for this. Oh, no, I think it might have been Boris Johnson's house. That's bad, isn't it? Oh, really? Oh, dear. Oh, or no. whatever, you know, like the prime minister's dwelling. Yes. Mm. Let's let's move sorry, on from really, him. I'm sorry. I, I think like if if we were offered the chance to go to like a big adult soft play center and I, yeah, I when I say that. adult I don't mean what you think in your no, perverts. No, no, no. I think we'd all we'd all be intrigued, right? The only reason that you stop doing it is because it's just sort of not really it's not really seen as viable, is it? So Yeah, and your life becomes sad. I'd, I'd love that. Exactly. I, I, I I'm I a big fan of a water park, but they just don't really exist here anymore. No, I so really, I would I, I would probably I would I would make this like a kids' holiday I think, and I would just let the squad know it's all right to be big kids. We're going to do a lot of training. We're going to do a lot of fitness stuff. But you're going to have your family around as well. We're going to have like we're going to have you know nutritionally balanced <laughs> barbecues and stuff. But you, you're going to have right, fun. Finger. You're going to bond as well as getting fit, getting in shape, and smashing some teams. Are you allowed ketchup or not? Uh, within reasons it will be probably calorie counted i reckon i, bet I read um to, to go back to the point about playing i was reading uh i get oh i'm like some newsletter i get what is it called it's called barking up the wrong tree it's quite good actually um it's just like sort of semi-philosophical slash psychology things i'm not selling it i realize that now but anyway <laughs> it's the guy it was talking about the concept of awe and about how if you think if you have a bit of awe in your life, you mm. are more in, kind of in touch with the rest of humanity and you can live like a happier life. And one thing he was mentioning while he was t- explaining this, the, the writer, is he said, you don't know. One day you went out to play with your mates for the last time and you didn't know. Oh, <laughs> oh that's horrible. Isn't it? And I was yeah. trying to think when it would have been, you know. But anyway, so we're going to hopefully restore the joy into uh, into some of our yeah, exactly. some of our boys' lives. Completely, they're they're going to go into that season thinking they can achieve anything, and when they go out onto a pitch, they're going to feel like they're playing with their mates, and they're going to have everything they need to actually manage that situation but that's what i want from a team right they you want your team to look like they're having fun because you you want that fun to like translate to you like that was what was so great about england wasn't it it was that controlled sense of joy almost yeah i mean it wasn't the most thrilling football to watch all the time but it felt like it was yeah what would you want you greedy you greedy bugger probably to win the final oh man stop I can't. <laughs> I still can't cope, especially in, anyway. Okay, anyway, if I could anyway, have anyway. one more thing, it would have been that. Man, when Jordan Pickford. Anyway, I, I, I think um, in terms of the most fun place to go. So I think we've ruled out Australia in, in some respects, haven't yeah. we? I, I think New Zealand would. You know, if you particularly wanted to go a long way, I feel like New Zealand would be an amazing uh, mm. place, and they don't have spiders and all that. Sort I'll tell of you stuff. what. What yeah. we'll do is we'll get a space billionaire. To take us there go really to space. fast. No. Yeah, oh, well, you, you just go out of the atmosphere, back into it, and you can get to Australia a lot faster. Yeah, okay. Good idea. I mean, I suppose one thing I'd really like to do is go to some fun little places like the Cook Islands and just sort of get to know a bit of different culture and maybe yeah. meet some local teams of Cook Islanders. and Maybe I the Maldives. Yeah, See that phosphorescence on the beach. Oh yeah! Oh, or uh, there's a there's an island in the Bahamas uh, where there are swimming pigs. Maybe you could Ooh. do a yeah. That's fun, isn't it? You could go and All have right, a little so kick about with the swimming, swimming pig island. Get somehow pay for a phosphorescent pitch to do all your games on. 
So who are you, you going to play? Northern Lights. Northern Lights. We I don't think up. you can move those. So I don't... We could pop up to Iceland, no? Oh, we get how Maybe. many how many stops on our preseason? I don't feel like I'm putting the welfare of the you know sort of the layovers. Perhaps we shouldn't be doing that. Well, okay. Yeah, Maybe preseason should just be in North London. <laughs> well, as it is, because Spurs and Arsenal are playing each other, aren't they? Which is why hateful. is this pain absolutely not hateful? Why must it's... this continue? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm so intrigued as to how I'm going to view this because it's a preseason friendly. So generally, you don't really care if your team loses, but will that translate against Spurs? And the same with yeah. Chelsea? I don't know. I, d- I think I'm going to just try really hard not to know about it, which you might argue that, you know, being on a football podcast a couple of times a week might <laughs> might, might affect my intentions. But hey, yeah. whatever. Can, Still, you... it's absolutely ripe for tedious internet banter, isn't it? So yeah. that's what we live for. So, Kate, when you're in charge of Spurs and if you're having yeah. them at the, the, the Pig Island or wherever it is, yeah, yeah. Who, are, who are you going to take on? In these preseason friendlies. Oh, in the, ga- in the case. I thought you meant like, I thought you were back to my transfer plans, which are many <laughs> and varied, but maybe that's one for another ramble on. Um, I Well, I think, again, it's the difficult thing is, right, all I want to do is just get the, it, to keep going your subject of making people bond, making people, you know, understand their place in, in I don't know, the world, which is another element of it um, that we saw with England. Uh, I would want them to like meet local people in some of these astonishing places and play those teams. But I guess that wouldn't really help you improve in the run up to this no. Premier League season if you're playing, you know, um, a Bor- Borneo combined 11 FC or whatever. Yeah. The, for, so, I, yeah, it's a difficult one. I guess I think- if you're... Preseason is just being run by magic, which apparently it is. We could just bring in whoever we wanted. So I'd be looking at like Barcelona kits I particularly like, like oh, okay. Fiorentina. <laughs> Maybe sprinkle a bit of Ajax in there. Have you seen the new Although Newcastle actually, we've got a very similar kit now. Looking gorgeous. No, I haven't actually. Uh, it's lovely. It I put it in the group. Have a little dig. Um, although that might have just been because Callum Wilson was modelling it. So maybe it's actually horrible. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, yeah, so I, I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think this is the moment for serious games against serious people. So no. Maybe- Actually, you know what? I I take. I, I'm just going to dive in because I've, I've, I've decided something definitively. I would take the team to Mexico, the home of the greatest kits on earth, and I would yes. play local Mexican teams with the best kits. Great. And okay, and I that's how you choose. Yeah. I would take the Adidas kit design team and go. Yeah. Look at this stuff. This is how you do it. Yeah. Okay, I think you've I think you've really solved that. And and it's and I guess the only my only concern would be like bad tackles from people being late on the ball and you have to protect i.e. the opposition, you have to protect your team from that. How are we gonna mitigate that? Oh, yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do sort of Zorb Mario Kart as well. You, you can, yeah. can combine all of these things. The players won't want to start the season. No. It's been a disaster. This This is why I'm not in charge of these things. This Mario Kart thing's really taken your fancy, hasn't it? Oh, man. I didn't realise how absorbed you were in the whole concept, but yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so look, I I feel like structure is not something that either of us is is very equipped on, but fundamentally, we've got a concept, and that is the core to any preseason. That's the core to any team, isn't it? We've got this idea of making our teams have a great time making them love each other uh, including their families and meeting lots of local cultures and 
viewing the best kits in the world and then possibly bringing them back to the Emirates and to White Hart, not White Hart Lane, respectively. So mm. I think in a way we've cracked it. I think so. Yeah. So there if, are no you're, more if you're listening, Spurs or <laughs> Arsenal, let us have a go. For our own clubs, obviously, because we deliberately sabotage the others. <laughs> yeah. With some Zorb warm-ups against yeah. the under-14s of Papua New Guinea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you well, I... haven't booked a return flight. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, I I can't wait. Uh, thanks for this, Jim. Nice to chat to you. Thank you. And uh, thank you, lovely patrons. You're the best ones, as we always tell you. But perhaps we don't tell you enough. Let's keep telling you. You're the best ones, aren't they, Jim? They are. That was quite slow, that response there. Can you have a bit? Yeah, a bit, I thought it was quite quick. Put a bit more oomph into it. I guess we are in separate They rooms. are! How's that? Thank you, wonderful patrons. See you yeah. next time. Yeah! <laughs> This was a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network.